Welcome to the Expert Speak Podcast with Michael DeLon. Each episode features a leading expert who shares helpful insights, practical tips, and memorable stories that will inspire you, educate you, and help you enjoy more success, freedom, and purpose in your life. For the next few minutes, enjoy listening to Expert Speak with Michael DeLon. Welcome to another episode of Experts Speak. I'm Michael DeLon, and today I'm really super excited to have uh, Alex with me. Alex, thanks for uh, being my guest. Yeah, Michael, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here today. Big fan of all your work and that you're, everything you're doing. So just excited to uh, have the opportunity to be here to add some value together. Man, it, it, thank you. This is going to be great. Alex, Alex is the founder, president, um, owner, idea generator behind Podmatch. And some people are out there going, who match? Podmatch. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. It's like it's just like me, Alex. I talk to people all the time. I'm a guest on podcasts. They're like, man, I've never heard of anybody who does what you do. I'm like, really? I've been around forever. <laughs> so um, we we use Alex's service and it's phenomenal. And I just wanted to to share with our audience what you do. But before we get to Podmatch, let's talk about you and how did you get to where you are today? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to start from day one. That would be yeah. really boring. But uh, <laughs> at a young age, I did discover that I really enjoyed business. Like the age of 10, I started selling used golf balls in, our, in my, my family's neighborhood. Across the street from our neighborhood, there was a golf course. And we'd okay. go there, we'd find them in the lakes and we'd sell them. I was 10 years old, but I thought that was super fun. Like I just, enjoy, I didn't even care about the money. I just enjoyed the whole act of like finding a golf ball, cleaning it, having somebody sit there and sell it, right? Like other neighborhood yeah. kids. So uh, that was kind of my introduction to, to business. I loved it. I did, long story short, I ended up doing 15 years in corporate that I really enjoyed. Okay. But along the way, when I decided I wanted to become an entrepreneur, like I, I, I discovered this idea of like, oh, wow, like financial time freedom sounds like fun. Like I want to explore that. I didn't know what to do. Like after, at that point, it was like 12 years in corporate. Like you don't really know anymore. So I was like, I'm going to start a podcast because I'm, I love listening to podcasts. So I'm going to start one. I'm going to talk to people who have successfully left a nine to five job to become an entrepreneur so I can learn how to do it. Uh, Michael, the underlying, like, here's the thing. I'm gonna give everyone here a little insight. I was basically bribing people to give me free coaching is what I was doing with this podcast, right? right? So, beautiful. <laughs> these people wanted to charge me a thousand dollars an hour to talk to them. I'm like, how about you come on my podcast? They're like, oh, sure. <laughs> so it worked out good for me. And that's one of the beauties of podcasting that still exists today. But long story short, I ended up not only learning how to become an entrepreneur, but I learned that I actually love the podcasting industry. Like I loved other, uh, other content creators in this space. Like, as you know, Michael, like there's an abundance mindset in podcasting. Oh, totally. And for me, like, like, man, my faith, like I'm a, I'm a believer. I follow Jesus. And that's like what yeah. I've built my life upon. So serving other people is just who I am. When I found an industry that might not all be Christian, but they're all serving each other. I was very attracted to that. And I wanted in. So when I decided to become an entrepreneur again, long story short, I jumped into podcasting full time. And, and that's when I, the whole service company of Podmatch came into being. I, gr I love that. that. What a great story. And, and we connected. Alex and I have been in a mastermind group for the last few weeks, and we have just bonded since day one in a lot of areas. And um, as I said, we use Podmatch in, in our outreach and in, in finding guests and me being guests on Podmatch. So explain to us, what, what is Podmatch.com? Yeah. So basically, uh, I'm going to make this as simple as I can, then I'll expand on it a little bit. But for lack of a better term, think of like an online dating app, right? It connects people for dates. Podmatch connects podcast guests and hosts together for podcast interviews. And that's the general idea of it. Basically, we take, if you're a host, you build out your profile and it's kind of all the information about the podcast, talks about the audience a little bit, right? Like anything somebody who would potentially be a guest would want to know or ask, it's got all that in one place. 
on the flip side, if you're a guest, you're literally building what's considered to be a media one sheet, as you know, Michael, like, yep. right. Like it's, it's got who you can speak to the topics you cover your short bio, your longer bio approved images, your desired call to action, like where you want to send people, like all your social links, everything, basically the whole idea is, and there's a reason for this. The idea is that a host doesn't need to ask you for anything. And that's because back before this existed, I can remember it was 10 back and forth emails of Michael. I still need your picture. Michael, what's your bio again? Hey, what's your web link? Is this you on social media or is this you on social media? Right. The idea was, can we please just stop this? Like, so the idea is let's match these people together, a guest and a host, because they are interested in the same topics, right? They can cover the same thing. The host says, that's the guest they're looking for. The guest says, I am that guest. Then they have all the information. So there's just no back and forth. And that's exactly why we built this was one to help each other find the right guest and host uh, to, to be, to do an interview with, but additionally to take all the pain of the back and forth out of the picture. So you can just focus on what matters, which is get the content out to people that really want to consume it and listen to it. Yeah. That, and that is so cool. And that's one reason we love the service because it is, this is a compliment. It is stupid, simple. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You get on there, you put your stuff in and it's like having a press kit or a media kit that's online. That's full functioning and you know, the coolest thing, Alex, since we've been doing this, my calendar, I, I, I come in in the morning and it's like, oh, I have an, I have an, I'm a guest on somebody else's podcast next week, the week after. Yeah, I'm I like, love that. Oh, that's pretty cool. Or I'll get an email from somebody saying, hey, I want to be on your podcast. Are you on Podmatch? And we look at it and we're like, yeah, you'd be good. And, and honest, honestly, 90% of the ones we get are great fits. I you know, love occasionally that. you'll get something, you know, this, somebody, of that's okay. But the back and forth, you're right. You, we don't do that. And the beauty of it from both sides is it really reduces the preparation time as well. Yes. Let's talk about that when you have all that information from – let's talk – you know you know our clients. You know we, we create a podcast for them after the book is created and everything. So they're sitting here. They've got eight or ten episodes of their content when they've been interviewed. But now we're saying, okay, you need to go out and, and talk to centers of influence or – Go to Podmatch and find people who have value that your audience could use, right? Well, that's kind of scary if I've never done it before. Talk about how, how you can just lower that barrier by looking at those, those profiles and saying, oh, this good guess, right? Yeah. I mean, first off, the first thing I look for, this is kind of like a little bonus here. It's not directly answering your question. But the first thing I look at, if I go to a profile and it's all me, I, this is about me, this is about I, right? Like all those type of things. It's just very self-centered. That's automatically, even if like Podmatch says it's a good match, it's a no for me. And like yeah. no system's ever gonna be able to learn that, right? No matter how intelligent, maybe, maybe eventually an AI will be able to say this person's self-serving. You don't want them, right? <laughs> like, but um, at the end of the day, that's the first thing I look for. It's a little bonus there to kind of kind of answer your question. First off, is if you already see somebody that you're like, okay, I'm a new podcaster, I need some guests, look out for that person because if they're experienced with being that self-serving person, they're gonna come on your show and dominate, and it's really gonna leave kind of a, a nasty feel for the people that are actually listening. It's still like, oh man, I could tell this person was not there for me. They were there for themselves. They wanted me to buy something. That's the only reason they showed up. Um, so that's like the first thing I look for. But past that, like if, if that's all clear, right? They, they clearly are there to add value, like, like I am, like seek to be that person of value instead of that person of profit. If I'm seeing that, then I just start reading through it and thinking, okay, will my audience actually, like the, the ideal person who I want to be listening to this, will they benefit from hearing this person's story? And when you look at a, a profile, you can usually tell pretty quick, like, okay, here's what's going on. I'll go to their social media just to make sure that what they, who they say they are transpires in the social media as well. Cause some people like they, they, they sound the right way and you go to their profile. I'm like, ah, I don't know if they're really showing up the way that they claim they are yeah. and not to be mean. I'm not trying to judge people. I just want to make sure it's really consistent. 
So those are some important things. And one of the other features we have that you know about is if I'm a past guest, I can actually link to some previous media that I've been on. So I'll, if I'm thinking, okay, this person, Michael, might be a great guest for my show, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and watch or listen to some of this previous stuff just to see, okay, would we even gel together? Because there's some great guests I've had to pass on just because I know my personality and theirs might not really mix. And at the end of the day, like people are going to listen. They want to hear like a good conversation. They want to feel like it's two friends that have known each other for a long time talking, right? Because that's what's comfortable. Right. But if there's like some friction just because personalities don't always mesh up, you want to look out for that. So those are some of the basic things I do, Michael. And I'd actually be curious to hear what your experience, like I think you jump on more shows than I do. Um, and I think you do more interviews than I do as well. I'd just be curious to hear like, how do you use it to be able to identify this, the same question back to you? Yeah, so we do a lot of what you've talked about, right? We, we're always looking at, at the, what value are they bringing to my audience? Number one, mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I'm here to prop up you today as the expert in this thing. I don't do what you do. It's a value to my audience. So that's always my first thing. And then it's like, okay, how do you communicate? So um, is my audience going to resonate with you? Are you super technical? Because if you are, my audience isn't, you know, it's going to be boring. Um, how, how can I take what you what you have and, and this is a bad word, how do I spin it to help my audience really get it? Because sometimes guests we are so good at what we do. We speak at too high of a level. And so I'm always trying to bring you down. I love your dating dating app thing. That's beautiful. Everybody gets that. Okay, I just do that for podcast. And the cool thing about Podmatch is you don't have to have a podcast to be on it, right? Right, yeah. And I think I think a lot of business owners, I mean, we hear, you need to have a podcast, you need to have a podcast. And podcasts are great. It's a great credibility boost, a great way to, but not everybody's cut out to do a podcast. There's a lot of work involved. And when you have a message to share, and all of my clients do, what better way to share that than to go to a pod match and put in criteria of, I'm an estate planning attorney. Here's what I do. Here's how I help people navigate that black hole. Now, who would I match with? Well, obviously financial advisors, but what about people who are running like nursing homes? What, I mean, there are, there's a vast network out there. Yeah. So talk, talk to like business owners who are in local markets in Omaha, Nebraska. Why would yeah. they ever use PodMatch? How could that really benefit them? Right. First of all, I got to circle back to something you said, because it was just so insightful where you're talking about how you want to bring that message and for lack of a better term, like dumb it down a little bit to, to get the, the insider perspective out. Recently, I was listening to a podcast and I wanted to learn about a topic, but the two guys knew it so well. They were speaking a foreign language and I was trying to keep up, but I'm like Googling every word they say. I'm like, what is this? They keep on using all these abbreviations. They didn't do what you say you do, which is like, how can I bring this guest who has a lot of experience back to the real world so that my clients, my listeners can learn from it? I think that's super insightful. I, I, I learned from that. Thank you. It's a good awesome. reminder, Michael. Appreciate it. But You're anyway, right. so yeah, so somebody who's just like a local person, right? Like they're trying to to earn some local business, probably, right? Like, what good is a podcast? It goes nationally, everywhere in the world, right? It's it's everywhere. Like, what's the benefit? I'll tell you a story here that that I think really works well to this. And this person did not have a like. There's three companies I looked at. I was looking to get into SMS marketing, so text message marketing, right? Like, I wanted to be able to send things to people's phone. I knew nothing about it. I went to Google, which is what most most of us do, right? I yep. found three companies that look good. 
so I had all three websites up and I was like, all right, next step, I'm going to go listen to some podcasts about how to be good at SMS marketing. Cause I know nothing about using texting to like earn business. Right. right. So I went there and I found one of them that worked at one of those three companies that none, none of the three companies had their own podcast, yep. but one company had an executive who was jumping on shows to teach how to do SMS marketing. So I started listening to it and I was like, oh, wow, this is really good. This is, this is great. Like I, I felt like I was equipped. I went back to that website out of the three. That's the one that I chose to buy. And here's the thing. I went back afterwards just because like, man, I made my decision off of a podcast, not off of anything else. It was the most expensive of the three services by a long shot, but I went to it because they were devoted to my education. Yep. Now, tying that back to the local person who's saying like, well, what good is this going to do for me? You can tell your future clients, the people that are thinking about using you, hey, check out this podcast was on. Yeah, it was global, but check this out. It, it really explains how I work, how I think. What it allows someone to do with you is to develop no like, and trust, and they don't necessarily need to jump on the phone with you. They can go listen to this content and just be like, man, yeah, the way Michael talks, like this is exactly what I've been looking for, right? Like they can make that determination for themselves without you having to be like a salesperson all the time. And whether you're local or not, global doesn't matter. That's going to work no matter where you are if you send people to that form of content. It does. That, that would be like asking my, my financial or my state planning attorney in Omaha. Okay, if Oprah calls you to, for an interview, you're going to say no, right? <laughs> no, well, she's a national. So here's the deal. And, and, and this, this idea has really just gelled with me today. So we go to websites, right? And you have all your little tabs on the top. And usually it's podcast if you have a podcast. And then it has all your shows. Well, let's say a business owner, my, my estate planning attorney in Omaha, doesn't have a podcast, but they're an expert. And so they've been on four or five shows. Put a podcast link on your own website and say, Here's, here are the interviews I've done. Because, Alex, who gets interviewed? Experts get interviewed. Right. And now you've got verified experts interviewing you on a different topic of estate planning or finance, whatever it is. And your audience is doing just what you did. They're checking you out before they have a call. You are what I call preconditioning them to hire you before they meet with you. Exactly what you did, your story. That's exactly what happened to you. Right. It is. And I love the way that you say that, like have that podcast tab anyway, just because you know, other people's shows doesn't make a difference. As a matter of fact, like you're saying, who's the guests on podcasts, the experts and yes. not, not down. I mean, I'm a podcast host, Michael, you are too. Like we, we love podcasts, oh, totally. but technically my 14 year old cousin could start a podcast that yes. does not make him an expert in anything, right? Like he likes <laughs> video games and maybe he's good at games. I don't know, but he's not the expert. But if he brings on people that are like known video game players, right, yes. that are really good, those are the experts or the talent. And as long as it's like you're the talent on it, you're not just sharing random stuff, it's a win. It's, a, it's good to go as far as I'm concerned. I think it's a brilliant idea to have that listed right on your website. And yeah. just to go right along with that, Michael, if I can, it doesn't always make sense to have a podcast. Like I do recommend it, but if you're saying, ooh, now I need a show, sometimes it's better for you just to be on the flip side. Like if you're trying to build a business right now, unless you have some sort of system, like Michael, I know you help people like you set people up for success with podcasts and you have the, the history to show that if you're just like, Hey, I don't know a Michael. I don't know an Alex, but I think I want a podcast. Cause I'm also trying to grow this. Be careful. Cause you'll spread yourself thin. Maybe just being a guest is the right idea right now. Yeah. I would echo that dude, because there's a lot to po everybody listens to the podcast. And you know, when we're done here, it just automatically goes out to the world. Doesn't it? Well, yeah. No, there's, a lot <laughs> there's a lot that happens to make this thing roll. Right. So I think that's brilliant advice right there is, be a guest. And here's the other thing that I, I really want you to, to talk about. The, um, the internal dialogue that happens in some, so, so yeah, they're, they're, they're young in business or maybe they're not, and, but they don't have a podcast and they feel inferior 
because I'm just going to, I'm, I'm only going to be a guest. Talk about that and how hard it is as a podcast host to find great guests. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of like a, um, uh, there's, there's a word for this when, when kind of people struggle with that, like imposter syndrome, maybe is the best way to say it. Right. And that does happen on either side of the mic, but wondering if you have something to share, uh, that's worthwhile is something that all of us struggle with still to this day, like coming on here, Michael, like before we hit record, my first question was like, Hey man, what do you want me to share? I want to make sure I'm prepared. Like that's a little bit of imposter syndrome. Like I've been, you know, I've been like you, we've both been on hundreds of shows, but I'm still asking that same question. Cause I want to just be sure that like, okay, Alex, you got this. Like you've done this before, right? Like I'm not necessarily nervous at this point. I just like to know. And I think that that feeling never really goes away. As a matter of fact, I recently talked to Jordan Harbinger and he has 15 million monthly downloads on his show. And he still gets to the point where he's like, yeah, I got to do a lot of research because I get nervous, right? Like he's like, I got to really know my stuff. Someone at his level is still saying that. I'm not trying to tell people like, oh, you're always me nervous and like, but it is yeah. a natural feeling. But at the end of the day, if you have something that you know is going to help serve somebody, then you owe it to the world to share it. At the end of the day, like if you just keep that at bay with yourself, the one person who might need that for the breakthrough in their life, they may never get that breakthrough because you're not willing to step out of your comfort zone and share. I think that you owe that to the world. And I I believe that all of us need to do for one what we wish we could do for all. We may never change the whole world, but hey, if your message, your story, what you're doing could really help serve that one person, get out there and try it. And the way I always like to say it, Michael, is just start ugly, for lack of a better term, which just (laughs) means... This simply means like, hey, you don't really, you haven't had the training, but get out there and just try it. You don't have a mic yet. That's okay. Like find a cheap one and just get started. Try it and focus on continuous improvement as you go along. That is great. Start ugly. That's going to be the show notes, folks. <laughs> Start ugly. Um, and no, you just hit something there. I got a couple things there. Um, a, a microphone, right? It, what kind of equipment do I need? Right. I, I started when I started podcasting, I, I bought a, a $20 lapel mic from Amazon plugged it into my computer and wore it sounded just fine. Yeah. I, I mean, I, to me at the end of the day, like for me, I had some cheap earbuds and a cheap microphone. I, I don't, I don't even remember what it was called at this point. It was a USB yeah. mic. There was no installation on anything. It just plugged right in. And I've seen some people who get started. If you have like a new, like Apple or, or PC computer at this point, like a new one, the built-in mic is dude, good to start with. It's my son good. Caleb, my son Caleb has brand new MacBook pro. His built-in mic on his MacBook pro sounds better than his yeti right so exactly what i'm saying like like don't overthink it now if you're like hey i live in a loud environment example like i have a mic right now if i step two feet away from it you can't hear me like i can be clapping and you can't hear it if you need a mic like that you're going to invest a couple hundred dollars right and i mean like i I use a sure mv7 i'm not associated with sure or anything like that but for me i I love condo living and so is my my wife and she's in the next room right now and she's probably listening to music but you can't hear it and that's right. the beauty of a mic like this. So if you need a little investment to be more confident and feel like you're not going to hear your dog in the background, yeah. then make it. But my thought is make sure you like the medium first on either side of the mic and start with what you have. Absolutely. And, and the, other, the other aspect that I want to touch on is when we create our podcast for our clients, after their book is published, right, we interview them. And our, our whole philosophy around that is, is, number one, podcasting is a great platform to, to continue to elevate your expertise, right? We call it a profitable podcast because I'm trying to help my audience understand if you have a podcast and you're my estate planning attorney in Omaha, you can easily open up centers of influence by inviting those people to be a guest, you know, let's say a a financial advisor or the mayor of Omaha, 
onto your podcast. It rare is the day that I invite somebody on my podcast, Alex, and they say, yeah, I'd rather not. That doesn't happen very no. often. Very it's, rare. It is your VIP ticket to virtually anybody you want to talk to. Yeah. A great example of that real quick. Seth Godin came on my show and he's like a marketing guru. Like it, I know this, I know he charges like upwards of 30 or $40,000 for an hour keynote. Like I know that's how much he charges. He and I talked for like an hour and a half yeah. and just had a conversation. Like I got access to him just because I was like, Hey, you got a new book coming out. Like, obviously it was more than that. Right. But right. like, come talk about your book. But to, to your point, like very rarely does anyone just say, nah, don't have capacity for it. Occasionally it does. But at the end of the day, the next 10 people are probably going to say yes. That's right. Yeah. So that's a great way if you have a podcast, but on the flip side, if you're, if you don't, and you're a local business owner, you could start guesting on all kinds of podcasts that serve that, that you serve their audience. So if you're a state planning attorney, I mean, you, you have like all kinds of content that baffles most of us. Right. That's true in any industry. Well, I mean, you can just you can talk about podcasting. I mean, I can have Alex here. We can do 20 episodes just on podcasting and all of that, right? But you do it for a local business area or as a business person, coach, consultant, doesn't matter. As a Have it in your mind as a, this is a profit center for my business because I'm going to be the expert out to this audience that has never heard me before. So we always talk at the end, and I'm going to do this for you as well. Where can somebody find you? So talk a little bit about when you're on a podcast, the simplicity that's necessary for a call to action to gain more information. It's not to sell. It's not to buy my product today. It's not. Here's where you get even more information. Talk about the dynamics of that. Yeah, this is an important topic because a lot of people get this wrong. Uh, podcast listeners are pretty simple people. They're usually working out, driving, in the gym, cleaning. Like, you know, these are the different things that like, yeah. That these people do, right? I think I said gym twice. You can tell I like to work out. Um, but anyway, um, they're, they're doing something like simple. So if you tell them, hey, hey, Alex here, I want you to go to podmatch.com. I want you to go to podcastsop.com. I want you to go to iTunes and listen to my podcast. Follow me on this platform. If you start doing all that, now you've just told this person it's already like they're, they're listening to you, but they're doing something else. Now they're like, what the heck am I supposed to do? Like if you tell people to go a bunch of different directions, they're just not going to do anything. Having a very clear, precise call to action. One thing that you want people to do after listening to you, that is the way that you actually earn business. And it's never selling, as you know. Like you can never be like, and go buy my book. It's going to yeah. change your life. No, what you could say though is, hey, if you go to my website, if you go to alexsanfilippo.com slash free, there's the first chapter of my book. You can grab it for free. Or there's a quick little audio thing I did that will kind of explain to you like what I've got going on. And that's it. Just leave it at that. And then you're done. And then here's the thing. If somebody resonated with what you shared on that episode, they are going to go seek out that one call to action that you had. And they're probably going to take, take you up on it. I've actually learned this from a lot of people I've had on my show. The ones that actually try to sell something when I'm talking to them, sell the least. The people that, like I had one guest come on and he's like, I don't even want to talk about me, my website. And I'm like, really? Like at all? And he's like, here's the thing. If I really resonate with somebody, they're going to go search and find it. And they're going to figure it out themselves and they're going to be excited. And they're going to buy whatever I have. And right. uh, at the end of the day, Again, I don't recommend that necessarily. I recommend having the one clear call to action, but doing that is going to be a big win for you. And the other thing is like going back to the local idea, everyone has family somewhere or friends somewhere. Yes. If you're just that one guy, like in Omaha, as you're saying, right? Like their cousin might hear it in California and be like, hey, they were giving out like this free consultation. And I think that they live near you. Like that type of stuff happens all the time. It sounds crazy, like small world stuff, but it, it's happened to me more times I can count at this point in the last three years. Like the weird introductions I get like, 
your cousin is who? Yeah. And they told you what about me? Like, really? <laughs> like those conversations happen often at this point. I'm not even as shocked as I used to be about it. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and the, the ability to share a podcast from your phone, just to hit a button and share it with somebody. And now they've got, have the whole episode. They can subscribe. They can learn. And for a business owner who's been guesting on podcasts or who has a podcast, people are searching for you. People are learning about you. They're researching. They're Googling. They're Facebooking. They're LinkedIn. They're listening to podcasts to find out, okay, do I really like you? Going back to your no like and do you have credibility? Are you saying the same things? Okay. And I love podcasting because it allows me to share my personality, who I am. And I resonate with a lot of people. I'm sure, Alex, I offend a lot of people. <laughs> me too. <laughs> That's okay. I'm all right with that. You're filtering out your people is what you're doing. I, Pre-filtering, I, right? <laughs> we really are. Because if you don't like me, I really don't want to work with you. You're right. <laughs> it won't be, it'll, be, it'll be ugly. <laughs> we will start ugly and end ugly, right? Right. <laughs> but it, it allows people an opportunity to get to know you, to listen, to be educated, and say, all right, I really like this person. I think I need to. Or I know somebody who has a need, and I share it with them. It's just a great way to build your credibility, your expertise, your content reservoir very easily. And I, you know, the way we do books, as you know, you know, you speak to write your book because I believe you have all the information in your head and heart to create a book. Same thing with a podcast. Yeah. You know, and, and this, I, I don't ask this to very many people. Let me ask you, I'll put you on the spot. How much preparation time did you put into this interview? Five minutes. There you go. There you go. Now, I put an asterisk next to that. That's true. And at the same time, you have years of experience, right? Right. Just like every expert we create a book for or every business owner. You have years of experience, but when you talk on your topic, you don't have to prepare. You need to have prepared, you know, here's, here are my things. And that's part of your, your pod match aspect is here are the questions you can ask me or that I can answer. Here's the value for your audience. Dude, I, I mean, there are some days I go from podcast to podcast to podcast. I, I just show up. It's like, hey, hi, Alex. How are you? Great. Okay. What do we? Great. Let's go. Right. Great. And here's the, the thing that you're saying that's really important here to, to touch on is, yeah, I did five minutes of prep work, but there's also five years that no one knows about of like me sweating in the corner, like trying to figure out how I'm going to do all this, right? Like I, I learned it. I went through like 10 mics before I found this one, right? Like now I can just quickly, it took me two seconds to say what mic I had, but it's because of the five-year journey I had. Everyone just sees like you hear. So like, yeah, neither of us show up unprepared. We just make sure that the shows we get on are going to ask us about our topic. Here's the thing. Like I'm not jumping on shows to ask about like Facebook advertising. I won't get on that show because I don't know that space. I would have to have crazy amounts of prep work to show up to add any form of value at all. So I just say no to those. That's not me. I'm not going to talk about that. Like, I don't know that. If you want to talk about how to use a podcast to do this, right? Like I can talk about that. We stay in our lane. And I think that that's something that people need to really consider. Like not all podcasts are created equal. I believe that every podcast is good in its own way, or most of them are, yep. but it's not all equal for you to be a guest on. And same with your guests. They're not all good guests for you. You got to really make sure that you're focused on taking the listener on a journey that they want to go on. That's right. And that's the beauty of PodMatch, honestly, yeah. is you, you, you have this logarithm thing. I don't even know what it is. Some <laughs> computer program that says Michael DeLon should be on this podcast. And it's got like this rating system that I know that I'm, you know, 75% good here. I'm 90% good here and I'm 20% good here. Good. Let's not do that. It's just, <laughs> you've just simplified it. I love it. Right. Yeah. So, thanks. I appreciate that. that. That's, that's my favorite feature right there, by the way, the little percentage, how much you actually match. So it's good. It, it, it really is because it helps me understand, or should I even pursue this one? Because honestly, I mean, we've had to limit it. 
I mean, because yeah. I'm getting so many requests. It's like, okay, I can't just do podcasts all day long. I've got a business to run. Right. So you have to limit it and say, okay, I, I'm going to do three podcasts a week or whatever it is. But it Podmatch has allowed us and it allows business owners to really reduce the amount of time, effort, energy it takes to find guests to be a guest on podcast. And it blew my mind, brother, how affordable it is. <laughs> Thanks. When Kay, Thank you. you know, everybody needs a Caleb. That's what we tell him. My son came. He brought this thing to me and I, I'll probably miss me. I mean, it was, I don't know. It was well under $50 a month, right. well under. And I'm like, you kidding me for that? I mean, it was just a no brainer. And so kudos to you on that because- Thank you. How big is your network there on Podmatch? Do you have any idea how many people are part of it? Yeah, today we passed 27,000 people. This morning we, we hit that number. So psyched Congratulations. about it. Congratulations. That's Thank you. awesome. You're welcome. 27,000 people who are in this podcasting space, either hosts and or guests. Correct. That you could go to today, if you're listening to this, if you're an expert, which you are because you're listening, you could go to and start looking for places, platforms that make sense for you to share your content, your information with people who desperately need to hear what you have to offer, build your credibility, build content. Then you, the cool thing is, and we haven't even talked about this, after you're on a podcast, most of the time the host will, when it's all done, they'll send you the podcast episode. You can now use that in your marketing. It's, it's just incredible. Yeah, man, that's that's an important point there. I, I got a little side note story here that for some reason just just popped in my head. I've never sure. shared this before, but it's funny. When I pitched this to my co-founder, so I have a technical co-founder. He's the one that built the algorithm, builds it all, right? Like he's that guy. I'm more of the person who'll jump on shows. But uh, I told him, hey, it's like an online dating app. And the funny thing is, you know this, we take it a step further. We also do the scheduling inside of it. So like imagine a dating app that also plans your date for you. Like that's, it goes into that. And he, he told me, he's like, bro, what dating app have you used? I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, no dating apps plan your date for you. He's like, you asked me now to like do all this. So we built all that in there. And like you're saying, cause that way the guests and the host both have the expectation and know of, okay, this episode comes out in three weeks. Here's all the assets for it, which is simply a way of saying most hosts are going to create pictures, right? They're gonna create short videos. Here's all the posts we're going to do. And that stuff, like you said, that is valuable. Like for me, I don't need to create content about myself. I get it from podcasts I go on because honestly, like people like you, Michael, like you ask great questions, like getting to share this on social media is better than anything I can come up with myself anyway. Cause you're asking me better questions. I'd probably ask myself. So yeah. it, it works really well. And like that, that content on either side is just a great way to get your name out there in the world that now you don't have to go pay someone all this money to be like, Hey, can you make me a pretty graphic with one of my quotes on it? Like you don't yeah. do that stuff anymore, which is a beautiful thing. That's right. Yeah. And, and there are, there are companies out there and, and they're, they're fine and great that you can pay to, and they will get you on podcast, right? They have a whole system. Oh yeah. Pay. Yeah. And we were talking, we were looking at that at one time and then we found Podmatch. I'm like, why would I do that? <laughs> but I've got a Caleb who helps me. If you don't have a Caleb to do all that for you, go hire that other company. But Podmatch, yeah, makes, I agree. It, Podmatch makes it super simple, right? Put in your information, they match you up and you always get to get the choice of saying, yeah, I want to be on it or not. And you can limit how many, it's all just super, super simple. So if you're, if you're starting in business, if you're any, it really doesn't matter. You need to be on podcasting. You need to be a guest because you have knowledge to share that can help people. And I'm pretty convinced most business owners are really, they have that heart to help. Well, want to make money. Great. But it comes back to you when you lead with giving and sharing. People see you as an expert. They hear you. 
they go to your website, they check you out on LinkedIn. It's, it's this ecosystem, but podcasting is here to stay and you need to be involved in it at some level. And Alex has made a super, super simple way that if you don't have a podcast, here's how you can show your expertise and add value. If you have a podcast, here's a great way to find phenomenal guests without doing all the legwork. Let Alex do that for you. So thanks, Michael. I love that, man. Appreciate it. Thank you for that. That plug. It means a lot. Thank you. You are welcome. You, I mean, it, you guys, you guys have something really, really special here. And, and I'm, I'm grateful to be part of it. So thankful that, that uh, God's brought us together because I think we're going to be able to do a lot of damage in the world. I mean, good stuff in the world. <laughs> damage, good stuff. What's the difference? I agree with you, though. I am right. right there with you. We, our relationship is just at the beginning stages, I'd say. So I'm excited about that as well. It is. And, and just one parting comment before we tell everybody where to go is when you show up on a podcast, show up like Alex does. He's just real. This is, this is Alex. I've been with yeah. him for the last 12 weeks in a mastermind. This is him. This is me. Don't try to be something you're not. Just show up and be you. Share great content. And at the very end, the, the host will usually say, Alex, man, if, if people want more information about Podmatch or something, where should they go? Yeah. Oh, you're, are you actually asking I mean- me now? Sorry. <laughs> My bad. That was a great example. I didn't want to like steal your thunder and just take over. You actually were asking me that this time. I'm yeah, so yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, that's good. That's funny. Yeah. So where would they go? I like yeah. if they want to find out more information. So sorry about that. Yeah. So we've been talking about Podmatch. That's just podmatch.com. Usually where I send people though is my, my parent company, if you will, podpros.com. So podpros.com, you'll see the links to Podmatch, to all the other products and services we do, including my own show. Everything is there. But honestly, Michael, like the direction you are taking people in with this show is incredible. Like do not stop following Michael. Like this is just getting started. Um, your success is just like already crazy, but I just can't even imagine what the future has for you. So just honored to be here. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome, my friend. It's been so good. What a great conversation. So um, podpros dot com pros podpros.com and or podmatch.com you're gonna you're gonna find them everywhere alex thank you it's been a phenomenal um podcast great interview and you shared a lot of super super uh content i hope lots of people go and take you to the twenty-eight thousand mark of people who are using your service so thanks for putting it together brother thanks so much michael i really appreciate it thanks for listening to expert speak with michael delon If what you've heard today was helpful to you, reach out to our expert guest and see how they can serve you to bring you more success, freedom, and purpose in your life.